Come close, children. A tale of love I have for thee. Have you heard the rumours, traveller? Don't listen to them. They bring only mischief. The rumours, they travel on the wind like the notes from my pipe. <gasps> Employer and employee engaged in funicling. Don't listen to them. It's not true. It's only a pernicious rumour. I bring good tidings of an old couple deciding to spend their life together. Oh, how lovely. What a shame. Wouldn't it be awful if someone cheated on their partner with one of their best friends? Oh no, not that. Mmm, delicious. But I bring more good news. Two lovers torn apart by past trauma, now perhaps reunited? Oh, how wonderful! Oh, how droll! One more mischief I bring. A school-time romance with an age gap you could drive a bus through. Yeah, that one's not g great. It's, I, I can't really come back from that one. It's pretty bad. It's pretty... Yeah, to be honest, even I feel kind of awkward about that one. Yeah, what the fuck? You know what? So <laughs> Hello and welcome to Ambridge to Nowhere. I am uh, uh, official uh, Santa Claus Alex Horn. Don't tell Lapland that I'm here. And I'm Ray, and I've been chosen by the Guardian of Ambridge to collect the magical artifacts in my transformed form. Love. Was that love love so this this uh the theme of this episode is love if you couldn't tell already by the two spirits that haunt us uh the the the, the god of good love and the god of <laughs> love <laughs> the the god of love that makes you go mm, are we sure um let's kick off Mm-hmm. With mm-hmm. the big, the big story. Are we starting good or starting bad? There well, are. I want to do it in the order that we did it. Yeah, okay, just now. Okay, so yeah. the god of uh, love brings us rumors. Yeah. So, do you remember Tracy, Ghost Freak? Yes. Ghost did we ever Freak? find out what happened with that ghost? By the way, I. We didn't it catch up about of, it last it, time. It, it, the, re- the reason was it kind of petered out. Um, there was a culmination which transitioned into this story, which is why I'm bringing it up. 
because Oliver kind of like talked to Tracy and convinced her there was no ghost and she was, was just cool and she said oh I feel like a right idiot and I was like don't say that about yourself Tracy we've all had a couple of ghost moments we've all, we've all mistaken Cooley for blood <laughs> yeah Oliver and Tracy got talking more um after this event they kind of like you know reconciled and she'd been really worried that she was going to be fired no she was going to quit because of the ghost um but she was so scared of the ghost this is at grey gables yeah right? she was gray so gables. scared of the of the ghost of grey gables she was going to quit her job as the receptionist assistant receptionist assistant okay she Sorry, was the new um, hire linda though. linda linda is whispering in my ear telling me to say assistant receptionist <laughs> linda has none of that shit it's assistant <laughs> receptionist but she is the new hire right so yes. she and, so, and oliver is the manager yeah i i believe the thing i've said most about oliver on the show before is that oliver is the only cool rich person in the world probably not just on the arches yeah i mean he he and tracy started hanging out um Mm -hmm. more because he had asked for her input on kind of diversifying what gray gables offered as a hotel okay um and she suggested going to one of those uh that they put on one of those mystery murder mystery dinners at the hotel yes yeah i know right tracy is that's such a good idea (laughs) so he gets two tickets and he invites her to come with him to go so (laughs) they can go see one together so they can do business scouting um research in air quotes what no shut up you're part of the problem it's definitely not a date no it's not a date shut up for research shut up shut your mouth (laughs) <laughs> Shake your mouth and listen to me. This is part of the problem. People took I'm, this. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. I am part of the problem. <laughs> people took this running. And is this people in the show or is this like the community? I assume of people Archer's in the fans. community were also like, ooh, what's this then? Because not <laughs> not to be um uh, not to be a gender activist or whatever, but uh, heteronormativity can go die in a well. <laughs> I'm glad that we're putting these statements out here, which is it's correct. But <laughs> just, I'm glad we're going early doors. Let's just let's say this clearly: Tracy's going to marry Ray, and <laughs> and and has no time for Oliver. <laughs> yeah, never mind that age gap. Tracy's going to marry. <laughs> Um, and because they'd been spending more time together and they went to this out to this dinner together uh, people on staff at Grey Gables started spreading the rumour that they were having an affair and uh, Oliver eventually found out about this and sort of said to Tracy we have to stop spending any time together because I can't abide these rumours and uh, Tracy got really, really depressed for a while because she doesn't have many friends. Um, and then oh. she just started for a little bit acting like a uh, worker robot whenever she saw Oliver. So she would just be like, yes, sir. Sure, sir. Meep, and, meep, 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 meep. 
Yeah. Let me assistant reception files bleep 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 blorp log on computer. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, that is that it that is how I sound. <laughs> <laughs> um that is how I sound when I had to work at Mark Spencer's. So <laughs> that's how what's what happens if you work retail? You mm. turn into a you turn into a bleep blorp and it's okay, we understand. Yeah. And we forgive you. Um and then Oliver realised that he'd been pretty awful and apologised to Tracy and said, fuck him. So now they're, like he they're, was, they're he friends was letting, again. He was letting that kind of thinking... He was letting that kind of thinking win by by giving into it. Yeah, to be fair, like, if you are a manager and, like, there's rumours of you having an inappropriate relationship with one of your employees... That kind of thing could probably... I can see that getting to you in a way of, like, yeah. this, this is not... You know, even though it, it isn't true, like, to be seen to be doing that is almost as bad as doing it because it's, like, my reputation and my respect as an employer. Honestly, I don't know why no one ever does this, and this is real life too, not just fiction. Just tell people... Just say, use, I know about the words. rumors. Yeah, use words is, is always my yeah. advice. To I know anyone. about the rumors. People don't fucking communicate ever. I know that there are rumors. I know what you're saying. None of it is true. And if you keep saying it, I'll fire you. I thought you were going to say fight, which would have been way better. <laughs> if you don't stop spreading these rumors, I'll punch you in the face and throw coolie all over you. Fighting people is kind of relevant to the good thing, the second good thing. Okay, fighting, wait, fights, and Cause, good, so... Because my favourite love interest came back today. Yeah, I'm okay. so happy. This is real. This my, my feelings about this are real. This is real, raw emotion. Yeah. From today, so this is from today as of day of recordings episode. Yeah. Leaves Which back. was only, what, like an hour ago? Yeah. Surely. Okay, cool. Hot off the press... Hot so, takes. Helen and Kirsty and Henry and Jack, that's Helen's kids, were um, out in town and they were going to go see Santa at the at the market. You know, the thing you do. That's that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's you, Santa. I'm at, I'm at the market in Ambridge. Henry got lost day. and Helen was having a real panic attack about it because Helen is super paranoid for reasons, you know. And, For reasons uh, that we will get into on a future episode that yeah. any listener of The Archers or anyone who even knows that much about The Archers probably knows about. Yeah. And then Helen uh, saw Henry and he was coming back and Henry said, look who I found. And it was Lee. Uh, Lee was someone that Helen was dating for a while this, this year. Uh, she met him because he was... Henry's karate instructor. Oh my god, what a meek you. I know, and... Oh, that's so good. Um, Henry got, like, super attached to him because Henry has certain issues in relation to uh, patriarchal authority figures, and... But his sensei. <laughs> but his sensei. And they started dating for a bit, and it didn't quite work out at the end for reasons in relation to deep-seated romantic trauma 
Um, yeah. uh, but I was at the time I was just so happy because I wanted, I wanted Lee to, um, I wanted Rob to come back and then Lee would beat him up. And then Henry would beat him up too because he could do karate. Because he's now got karate and then, skills. And then Helen would also beat him up because now they all know karate. They're I like... wanted them all to karate at him. <laughs> karate at him, yes. That's the correct chuck, terminology. Chuck, 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 chuck. Um, so he's the karate instructor for the village? He'd come to do one cl- one-off class in Ambridge, mm-hmm. but he was based in okay. Borsetshire. And then they asked him to keep coming. And then a couple of the uh, adults in the village also asked him to do a class for adults. And it was really fun. That's so cute. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is a good chance for me to segue into asking you if you've ever done any martial arts. Um, I've done quite a bit, actually. Of course you have. Why would I even like I... think that you wouldn't have done that? I've done so much but never committed um, oh god yeah no me too big same like i i have this thing where if i'm not immediately good at a thing i will quit and it's my 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 defining personality trait throughout my entire childhood was i would do something for like four times and if i wasn't immediately the best i would throw a strop and leave which continues to this day i'm just checking that lee was a karate instructor you you want to get the right? Yeah, I mean art. it would be pretty silly if I. Yeah, it's karate. Okay, so I never did karate. I did um I did kickboxing. That was the thing I did for longest. I got to like I don't know, the second belt. I did not stay for very long. Mm. Uh, I did taekwondo for like a month. That those were my two. I didn't. I, think... I was never a karate kid. Karate. I did a. I tried a ton. Did a ton for a while. I think karate was actually the one that I stayed at longest. Um, coincidentally, I think um, there was something about karate that really appealed to me. It's very. It's very structured. It's like super disciplined, right? Yeah. I mean, all of the stuff that I've... So, I... Spoiler alert, I have ADHD. But, and you it's also... guessed from the first five episodes. <laughs> I was also a massive jock in high school. I'm one of those people that's the surprise oh jock. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, um, this is the best news. So I would I'm just, just so do... scared of you. <laughs> I was just I was one of those people that did so many activities and was <laughs> I can be objective about it really good at everything <laughs> I just was that this is um, where we differ our paths like, differ okay things I've been really really bad at tennis and badminton see that's like the one sport I'm okay at is <laughs> badminton because it's not real come on yeah. I wasn't I think I always resented um what's it called the one that's a cross between hockey and basketball lacrosse no not Netball? not in an actual play perspective but oh. like in a high school sport kind of way netball netball is the only thing I can think of okay <laughs> netball I hated netball 
I think it was like the weird compulsive compulsory femininity of netball like right it was like the girl sport it was so weird why was it the girl sport just let them bounce let them bounce coach let women bounce balls let women bounce coach (laughs) no your your dainty female hands couldn't possibly handle a bouncing ball um okay so we were talking about discipline in karate this was my fault we 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 diverged because i wanted to talk about our childhood experiences of martial arts because i feel like it's something that every queer kid has to do (laughs) if you did martial arts as a kid you're queer now i don't make the rules (laughs) (laughs) i think everyone saying that meme is usually just based on the fact that people who make memes like that only have gay friends so all experiences are ubiquitous to being queer yes welcome to my life (laughs) everything i do is queer i keep seeing memes like that and i i think you're saying that because all your friends are gay and they're all like that (laughs) it's like that well no to be fair everyone who did own a dragonology book as a child is gay now oh yeah that one's true i don't make those i definitely had all of those uh um anyway we were saying about how it's disciplined and that Mm -hmm. kind of works for lee right he would be he sounds like i don't know this this cat but he sounds like a great you know masculine figure to have around he is so good i was so upset when they broke up so is it looking like there's some romance blooming there again or is it just a case of like oh look this actor is back it was really awkward actually Oh no! You was... phrased it like it, this was going to be a good no, one. No, I have hope. I have. I. I'm hopeful. I didn't say it went well. I just said I was hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> the god, the the god of good love, brought this one in, and it's got it's turned sour in my mouth. No, no. This fruit has gone bad, god of good love. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. They're gonna look. Uh, they're gonna work it out, or I'll kill them. <laughs> I need this to, I need Helen and Lee to they're my they're my they're my ultimate ship and I need them to sail. Ones ones to watch in 2020. Do we have a ship name? Cuz Helly is terrible. Just Hell. Le- <laughs> <laughs> no. Um Leland? Leland is uh, um Leland and Stitch. Um, hang on, I'm I'm trying to think of a good. I'm thinking of a cool ship name, one that's not just a weird combo of their names. Oh, like um, cheese kicks. Cheese kicks. <laughs> yeah, she makes cheese. Cheese kicks. So that's cute. very good. They were trying to come up with questions, and he said, "Helps the cheese." And I died. Helps <laughs> the cheese, Helen. That's me flirting, even <laughs> if the person I'm talking to doesn't make cheese. <laughs> So, uh, how's the cheese? Uh, so, how's it's my the version cheese? of how's the wife. So, cheese, um, cheese how's the cheese? Cheese good? The cheese good? Mm-hmm. Helen, actually, that was a hot, that was a thing recently. Uh, that a really big cheese distributor, that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> a cheese magnet. Came to if see, you will. came to see, um, uh, Bridge Farm. It was great. The king of cheese. Himself. Helen was so nervous. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Baby Bell. I loved Helen. 
<laughs> I love Helen and her cheese. So, uh, 2020, look out for cheese kicks yeah. coming your way. Yeah, cheese kicks. Cheese kicks. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing karate motions. <laughs> yeah, I think the hya gives it away. Yeah. Either that or your link from Zelda. I could just be saying hya. They need to yeah. know I'm also hyaing. There are mo- there are motions that come with it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Terrib- that is a maybe good thing in the future. Yeah. Terrible. But unfortunately, thing. yeah. Unfortunately, we also have the the terrible trope love triangle cheating on your yeah. partner with their best friend. Okay. We hate to I, see it. I had a thing for this. It's Johnny in the Bridge Farm Archers. Okay. Is being cheated on. Well, he's not being cheated on. There was a one-time kiss. It's not a, an aff- I'm not going to get into the politics yeah. of, of that, but yeah. Um, with uh, his girlfriend, Bella, who's not a mainstay character. She is a girlfriend in the plot. And so she last just, like, night was actually the only... Appears when I think she's the needed. only time we've heard her speak. Oh, okay. Um, so she's been so this again this was girlfriend. yesterday's episode that this this was happening in yes so this is another one that is hot a hot topic hot top hot topic slash slash this week's episode bunch of graphics hot topic. um it's it says tmz on the screen <laughs> guys give me stories give me stories we're, we're all drinking out of huge cups <laughs> yeah i'm pointing and i'm going stories 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 uh and the average reporter is being like yeah yeah i got it oh it's not tmz it's a thing it slashes by and it says average reporter what's my energy tonight i can't put a finger on it rabid i think (laughs) (laughs) Uh, johnny archer and bella only pay the actor when we need her <laughs> yeah that's her full name um, yeah, her full name is yeah is is bella sometimes uh bella donna and, <laughs> and so she she kissed johnny's best friend josh archer josh <laughs> archer wait so they're archers they're related uh you know, this I'm not clear on how related they are. You know, I come across this a lot. This is an important uh, ongoing... Let's call it a running gag for this podcast. Is They'll sort of start doing a story like this. And I'll be like... And how are they related? <laughs> I mean, I think that's not necessarily a problem with the podcast. So much as a problem with the archers in that they're... <laughs> Uh, from what I can tell, there are five surnames. Yeah, well, in Ambridge. So Johnny was talking to Freddie about this today, Freddie Pargeter, and when he told him it was Josh, Freddie said, "My cousin Josh." And I went, "So he's Freddie's cousin." I think how is he related cousin. to Johnny? <laughs> I think it's like a gangster mobster thing where everyone is like, "Oh yeah, cousin Josh," you know. Uh, or if they're older, they're like, "Oh, Uncle Eddie." Uh, you know, everyone is related in the in this in the, the like La Fram- Familia kind of way. Let me think about this. You know what? I think it could be quite distant. I 
I, for the life of me, often can't remember how Johnny is related to anyone. <laughs> that That's fine. I often, you know, these are fictional characters, and I often forget how some of my relatives are related to me, so... <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is just classic Josh. What so he knob. he was on your shit list in week one. Yeah, he's just like, terrible. From, from our first ever episode. He's just... Uh, they did a thing with him. <laughs> they did a really funny thing with him earlier in the same episode where he got brought up by the other plot. Generally speaking, there's two plots per episode. Mm-hmm. And they go back and forth. Yeah, sure. And he was brought up in the other plot that wasn't Johnny and Bella. And um, they were talking about him and they were doing one of those grandparent stories where Jill was trying to cover for him saying, oh, um, he's lent his friend a digger. Isn't he so great? And Leonard said, oh, for free. And she said, well, for a reduced cost. <laughs> and I thought, that's not lending. That's renting. She said, I don't think he's charging very much. <laughs> God, everyone goes Jill. bends over backwards to even, like, mildly quantify that Josh is okay. Josh is just, he's, you know, he's hes getting by in this gig economy. <laughs> renting out his digger for mate's rates. <laughs> he's one of those enigmas because... None of the rest of his family is even mildly like this. Those kind of people always fascinate me. No one knows how he got here. They woke up one day and he was in the corner of the room in a crib. And they were like, well, this is our son now. <laughs> he was delivered Storks he was, style. He was delivered in a briefcase. <laughs> Marked do not open. Uh, <laughs> and it had him inside. And... Yeah. Um, uh, and three pounds of cocaine. Uh, that was and, it. Uh, <laughs> he had him inside and uh, baby's first uh, property contract. Three pounds of cocaine and three and a half grand in unmarked bills. <laughs> they were like, well, well, we know what we're going to make of this child. He's going to grow up to be a landlord. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Sounded almost like crying then. Might be. <laughs> Okay, he he. So he's a real garbage fire, and then yeah. he. So why did Bella make out with him? Well, so there was a party. Um, man, this party is also going to come up in the other terrible thing. But there was a party. Why don't we run on to it next then, and we can finish with something? Johnny, nice. Johnny, and Be- uh, Johnny went to with a bunch of other people. That was um, at uh, Shula's house because that's where Freddie's living now. So it was Freddie's party, and it was at Shula's house. Shula had Lloyd. Who's that? I remember. Yeah, I remember the name. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you any more details because it's <laughs> okay. a great name, and then that's it. <laughs> so party there, and then a bunch of people moved on to the ball, and. Johnny couldn't, though, because he was so drunk that he passed out on Shula's sofa, which is cute. Cute, cute, cute. (laughs) That's always fun. See, this is everyone's problem, is that they all went to a party. I've never had that issue. 
<laughs> yeah, these kind of things don't happen to me because I don't have fun. I don't understand how these things keep happening to people. What are they doing? How is their life so different to my? Oh. <laughs> so went to this party. He passed out, and a bunch of people moved on to the ball, including Bella. Next couple of days, uh, Lily is looking at the photos for the party that have been put on the book of faces um as someone as i met calls it recently or something like uh, that on do, the do they call it facebook is is instagrams instagram archer twits i don't know what it was it was it was one of those social Online. medias right and lily's looking at them and goes hmm and then goes eventually after deliberating it to tell johnny points to in the corner of one of the photos from the bull and Bella is there kissing some dude <gasps> caught in the act caught in the papped. act she got papped and then Johnny gets really mad at Lily but later apologizes because it was like a snap thing where he was like what are you trying to do you conniver and then was like, hey, no, sorry, that was cool. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to call you a conniver. That's not cool. That's not on. It's 2019. We shouldn't be going around calling each other connivers. I don't know what he said. That's how I talk because I'm a 18th century whore. <laughs> so anyway, it's what they call me down. They call me down. They call me the conniver. <laughs> you canoodling conniver, you. So, um, he tries really, really hard to make everything okay with Bella. Because <laughs> he, he's one of those people that goes, oh, she's cheated on me a little bit. I see what the problem is. I have to try really, really hard to cover this up with emotions. <laughs> oh, no. Because, oh, yeah, because I forgot the, the brutal thing where they set it up and I went classic archers before it even happened where he was drunk at the party and he said he loved her <laughs> and she didn't say it back? No he didn't say it to her he was saying to Lily I am I think Bella's the one I'm in love and I went okay. <laughs> I know what that means <laughs> what, have they been together long or is this just they've like they've been a, together uh -oh. about a year I think they okay. didn't it's so been love a is a thing, thing that exists in this world <laughs> yeah um he wasn't gonna propose or anything um but, but he really felt this was it. just classic archers mm. set up for something to go horribly wrong yeah so they go to lunch and um they bella bella's saying well, i thought we were going to talk and johnny saying we are going to talk and bella said no no you just made me a nice lunch and done candles and everything you're trying to cover this up and then she says i can't do this anymore you've changed you're not the johnny i fell in love with and i was really thrown for a loop because they usually set stuff like this up but i have no idea what she's talking about i mean this is the first time she's ever spoken <laughs> yeah. so how this do the, we know this how do we know what kind of has ever like... spoken and she says, she just... you've changed, you're not the Johnny and I fell in love with. And I thought, 
Man, this is a weird plot to do considering he's barely spoken in the past two years and you've never spoken. <laughs> right, we have we have like no barometer, right, for how this relationship was in the past year. Pretty much she, no. As far as we as the listener, well, you as the listener, me as the second-hand listener, are concerned, she doesn't exist. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah. we've got She's no way of knowing. Fry. <laughs> <laughs> she just she vanishes when we stop thinking about her. She's like she's a quantum girlfriend in this respect, and so we have no way of knowing like if she's a, if their relationship has a been going well the whole Frieda time. Frieda and Bert Fry. <laughs> oh, Archer's humour. <laughs> too niche, too niche for the podcast. Even you know what's niche humour? A little tangent. You know this Hilda whole show? Ogden? Yes. I, I love Hilda out, Ogden with all my life. <laughs> I found out that Hilda Ogden's name is a reference to Coronation Street. What? Yeah, there was a character on Coronation Street, I think, called Hilda Ogden. I did not know this. Yeah, I didn't. And apparently she was such a big character that she's a trope character. So people will call a character like her a Hilda Ogden in soaps like a like a mary sue <laughs> kind of yeah i but guess it's a cat. <laughs> i'm also assuming this coronation street character was also a cat don't correct me i like to live in a world where soap characters can be horses and cats and that's all fine um i i still have a question about bella and why she decided to make out with with josh if he's such a shit rag. Yeah, I mean, it's not a good point in her favour as just a general being with taste. Is it, like, ever addressed that it was a conscious effort for her to make out with this dude? Or well, they is haven't it just gotten like that a... far yet. Okay, we... oh yeah, no, of course, this was yesterday, my bad. Yesterday was... The confrontation. The like, confrontation the with talking to Bella. And then today was Johnny telling Freddy... So we, jo- Johnny hasn't even spoken to Josh about it. And the way okay. he's behaving, it kind of seems like he might not. I think Johnny's approach to this is just never speak to Josh again. <laughs> Pack your bags and move away. <laughs> Full on. Which, you know what? Probably a good idea. Uh, if I, but, if, but... you know, if, you know, somehow, even though I already can't speak to Josh, I want to speak to Josh less. Even though he's a fictional character, there's no chance of me communing with him through any means. I'd never want to bump into him in the street. Yeah. Uh. Can I somehow... I need to move to a reality where not only is he... He doesn't even exist in a fictional context. (laughs) Purge the universe of Josh. Um, Sometimes it's the whole radio thing. I, In the really cringy moments, I feel like I'm listening in. And you're I like a fly a on the wall. You, you've, bugged, you've bugged their houses and you're like, hmm, let me well, listen in from the next room. Yeah. Like a, like, when... a fucking, <laughs> like a fucking KGB agent <laughs> in a really cringy version of the Cold War. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you bugged this party and what else did you hear? You were scoping out the party. Yeah. Okay. I feel, I, I'm wondering if I should... Yeah, I'm going to start at the beginning with this one. This feels more appropriate okay. to go back and rewind uh, in time a little bit. <laughs> so... I'm taking us to uh, through the time portal to... 
back in time. Freddie and Freddie and Lily, Pajita twins, vaguely remembering that. I know of their existence. Pajita mm-hmm. is one of the five surnames of of Ambridge that I'm aware of. Yeah, <laughs> um, they left uh, school almost two years. No, it's probably going to be coming up on two years when. So they're like twenty ish yeah 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 um i think this is this story isn't going to be what you expect i find this story very interesting because in terms of our main theme which is audience response it plays on issues of everything technically that the story does is fine but nothing it's representing is ever ever true in reality ever okay so it in the fictional universe in borsetshire this scenario can exist with no negative ramifications well, however not kids do not try this at home not everything not everything is fine okay. it is complicated two things happened with the pajita twins simultaneously ironically for twins Upon leaving high school, well, sick form, you know, Freddie Freddy gets arrested and sent to jail for possession of drugs. Oh, I know about this. Yeah. he He's out of jail now. Has been for a while. But was, it was an extremely difficult experience for them and was kind of rattling for the whole village. Simultaneously, before he got caught, before he went to prison... Freddie was the first to find out through some minor sleuthing on his part that uh, Lily was having an affair with a married teacher at their school. After they had left sixth form. So they started dating when she was still in school. Mm. But he wasn't her teacher. That's not how that that's okay. That was a, I'm, I'm saying what they said. I'm <laughs> saying what they said. I want to clarify everything I say after this. Most of what I say after this point is me saying things that the whatever you want to say, the characters of the show has said. Okay. He was not I mean, her still teacher. Ill, still he illegal. Was teaching at her school. Still illegal. S- still illegal, and also immoral but that's their, another thing right. and their plan their plan was to have him leave school so that they could make it official despite him also being married at this point yeah yeah uh, yeah cool i'm really just scratching my head there's just there's both so much and so little to say you know what i mean <laughs> it's just so <laughs> you sound like a french philosopher C'est la vie. There is both so much and so little to say. Indeed. I... This guy's called Russ. He doesn't have a lot of the qualities that people who date, you know, young people have. He has some major ones, which is... An obvious, complete lack of any regular amount of maturity that would make you not want to date... A teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Because 
Because so the, is he the illegal still part the is the the illegal any illegality is to do with the school, because there's not an age of consent issue here. No, no, sure. So like she was eighteen or or whatever. Yeah, and I, I feel, for some reason it's necessary to clarify. I don't think that's a point in their favor. <laughs> yeah, that is. It's a, it's a neutral point, not a point in anyone's favor. It's still illegal. Say what you will about. Yeah, Lily from about the age of 14 has been one of those girls who's super obsessed with the fact that she's mature. Oh, she's mature for her age, as she points out to everyone. Yeah! Oh, we all know. We all knew so many of them. Points of typicality. She's one of those women that, you know, is like, everyone says she's mature for her age, and her version of that is acting like she knows better about everything she's all of the girls i did my english lit course with (laughs) no that's not fair she's 20 percent of the girls i did my english lit course with i'm sorry rebecca and rebecca and rebecca and rebecca Rebecca. (laughs) they're all spelled differently you joke but they are (laughs) <laughs> it's Rebecca and Rebecca and Rebecca and Rebecca. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, this one, this one's going out to all those Rebeccas out there. Another, another point of typicality. He is an absolute loser. <laughs> Just. That's why he's so not dating lame. anyone his own age. Obviously. Yeah. That's why well, all men are like this. Yeah. He. He. He's partly wanted to quit teaching so he could focus on his art there's nothing wrong with being an artist i i literally don't care if you ever use that phrase in front of me in like the (laughs) he wanted to focus points of typicality he went off to manchester with her when she went to university wait 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 i'm gonna blow this whole shit wide open don't do this russ you're gonna regret it is Banksy. Oh, fuck you. I fucking hate you. I hate you so much. Shut up. I want to stop recording. Russ is Banksy and he was using the teacher shit as a cover, right? But he needed to focus on his art because this was coming up to this point uh, uh, in, in Banksy's career where he did that whole thing where he shredded the artwork when it was going to, to I'm trying auction. to find the scene I'm trying to find the scene that peels my face off <laughs> so Russ is Banksy please continue he moved to Manchester to focus on his art is he still married by the way at this point yeah that's the thing he's still married and he moved to Manchester with a <laughs> no <laughs> He's so terrible. He's so terrible. They're yeah, back I was say, in did Ambridge. She finish university or no? Did she quit. She quit. <laughs> okay. She was quit. she also focusing on her art? <laughs> She's actually working um, for a, I think, a double glazing, like sales company. I was trying to remember the weird house thing that they were selling, and I think it's double glazing. But Is she's that... really happy there. And honestly, I'm kind of... That's not... I don't feel so bad about that. I think there's a lot of pressure to do university when you're not. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's an individual's decision to, yeah. like, not go to uni or to drop out of uni if they want. That's Do fine. I also think that Russ is a collateral point in that? In the reason she was unhappy in Manchester? 
Absolutely. I mean, yeah, he kept spray painting uh, all the walls of their flat share. So they move back in with Elizabeth, who is now very cordial with Russ. And I so feel Russ, very... hang on, Russ is living with yeah his very young girlfriend and her mum. Yeah. And not his, and I, sorry to keep bringing this up, <laughs> his wife. The wife was the plot recently because okay i was gonna i was gonna get to how is this relevant if this yeah. all happened like two so years ago recently lily's been getting more and more frustrated because uh russ hasn't divorced um his wife yet his legal partner his yeah. legal partner um and his kind of excuse was he would say she's like very fragile about his about his wife and i was like oh there's another point in the typicality <laughs> box right there oh my wife is so fragile with the fact that i'm fucking a teenager and living with her mother well well wait and see so lily gets frustrated that this whole thing isn't happening so what she decides to do is go visit russ russ's wife herself sorry what (laughs) she goes to visit russ's wife and there's this whole scene freddie drove her there you're gonna you're gonna love this there's this whole scene they're in the car it's raining they're waiting outside what they know her house is like a little away um and Scoping they're out looking the out for her and someone uh, freddie says oh look there's someone heading towards the house and lily says that can't be her that can't be her she's made of glass <laughs> <laughs> and freddie says i don't know and lily says Wait, she's heading into the house. But that can't be her. What? Why can't it be her, Ray? The story cuts oh, no. out. No, no. And then we find out through Enter Media Res, Lily arguing with Russ, his ex-wife is also quite young. <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming. Sorry, not ex-wife. Legal partner. Wife. wife. Legal partner. Wife. Current wife. wife. They haven't explicitly said how young she is. Oh my god. I think the okay. phrasing has just been quite young. Quite young means like twenty-three. I um, think I think it's not that young. I think he is in his forties. I think the implication is supposed to be that maybe his wife is late 20s or early or late 20s i'm thinking okay that's that's my vibe okay um, so my theories for this were either that you were going to say that yes she was also very young or that she was really really old <laughs> and that this 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 haggard old woman with a, with with a, like, a like a babushka headscarf oh my God, on, and he, like, was like hobbling he, like, towards the house youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a he's like a picture of Dorian Gray, but with vulnerable young women in an that incubus. he just yeah. an incubus. Yeah, he, he, not only is Banksy is an incubus. Oh God, I just hate talking about this. I've got a bitter taste in my mouth. Okay, and the That's... other thing that she she talks to this woman. This woman is perfectly happy to talk to her because. 
Do we get that conversation? Does that actually happen? My wife says it's the best thing that ever happened to her in leaving. I mean, she says it she's sounds so about much right. happier now. And I thought, I mean, yeah, she can I focus bet. on her art. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This Let's... story gets worse, though, actually, if you can believe what? it. What? No, it can't be. It must be over. It has to be over. No, Make it's it not be over. over. It's not over. Make it be over. So they have this fight for a bit, and it's really tense between them. And Russ, for most of the time, is kind of being like, "I just didn't, I just didn't understand. Why do you? Why did you need to know that? Why did you need to know how old she was?" And I was like, "Russ, <laughs> why did you need to know about my legal wife?" Russ, may I direct you to the fresher, fresher compound, please? <laughs> Would you like to get threshed, sir? <laughs> please. Take your ticket for the fresher. Can I interest you in a threshing this fine morn? It's at the party where Johnny is drunk. Here we go. This is, why, is it's, this is yeah. why it's current. Is this drunk. is why it's now. Johnny and Lily are drunk. And jo- Lily's, Johnny says, I love Bella. And Lily's sort of saying, how do you know? How do you know you love them? How do you know? Oh, and, mm-hmm. and, and Johnny's saying... You just gotta imagine your life without them, you know, and then you know, you know. I'm like, oh, I hate drunk people so much. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't why we never drink. have these problems. This is why I don't drink. And she's listening, and me, you know, you know how I say the archers doesn't often get me. When it got me again, I'm listening to this, and I'm like. That this is it. This is it. This is finally it. The story's going to end. She's finally going to go. L- Lily's going to oh, realize wow, that she doesn't. Without... Yeah. 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 I think. I think that. I think that. You know, because. You know, I'm, I'm putting my head. It, there's a guillotine, right? Right. And uh, I see. I see all of these watermelons lying around, chopped in half. <laughs> and I think, oh, if I put my head in the hole, they give me some watermelon. Right. 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 And, and then uh, you see it. Russ nearby with a set of spray cans about to, like, spray up this stencil, this really good portrait that you've just started to produce of you and the watermelons, and it's going up on a wall in yeah, Bristol yeah, yeah. somewhere. And I see the blade hovering over me, and I think, for the watermelons. Of course. And they, the blade comes down, and the watermelon slices, and the watermelon falls in your mouth. And then everything right. goes black. Because... <laughs> Because Lily talks to Russ and she says, whatever we fought about, I talked to Johnny about it and I love you and I can't have you not in my life. And I thought, maybe I should stop listening to the archers. But then I thought we wouldn't be able to make the podcast. That was my only reason. Thank you for your sacrifice. Please take your ticket for the thresher on your way out. I, 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 I don't know what to do with this story. It's one of those moments of conundrum with me. I mean, they're characters with opinions who feel a certain way. But the show is also... Written by actual human beings, yeah. Written by people and... 
you know, the way they portray it, they have this mostly mutual relationship and he didn't groom her, he's just a loser. <laughs> I, I, in the canon of the show, that is what I feel. He's lame, but he didn't... He's an emotional leech. Right, he's, but on but on like he's pathetic, actual... but on an actual legal level, I don't think he groomed her. But I also, from a reality perspective, don't trust any any age gap like this. So I've been absolutely tortured by this story. Right, but also like the precedent that the Archers is setting by like okaying this relationship and being like, oh, these are a an interesting well, couple that exist in this village. I don't even know if they're okaying it. I don't. They're not not having it as part of their show, and they're not like shutting it down. And Banksy hasn't been I bustled mean... out of the window by the SWAT team. Yeah. I'll move on to the nice thing. I'll just finally establish my quote-unquote opinion on these things. Technically speaking. From a completely abstract standpoint, there is nothing wrong with an age gap in a relationship. But, if all of the members are of legal age of consent, but there is an inherent power imbalance, I hate it. <sighs> okay, old people, tell me about the old people falling in love and having a good time. So, um, as we erase that that whole story from our collective consciousness... Um, I've talked about Leonard before because I think last time I talked about the horse painting. Yeah. I feel like we talked about... So Leonard got a picture for Jill, his, his, uh, his girlfriend, <laughs> and she thought he had painted it and <gasps> yes, he went no. along with it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yes, someone asked I him remember to paint this. a bunch of horses yes and he had to go and he had to be like yes i'm just mulling the scenery oh my god how did i forget this this is one of the purest moments and he's also the guy who said my favorite quote of the show ever which is stop ruining my my perspective of perfect rural life in ambridge yeah okay no i think you know how so you know how when your brain is conditioned to only remember the bad things so that you don't make the same mistakes again uh that has been my entire experience with this podcast i only remember the horrible things yeah so so jill and leonard were having a conversation and jill got talking about phil jill and phil jill and phil uh phil was her um departed husband Mm -hmm. i don't think i've ever heard him I think he might have passed away before I was even a, a, a cognitive. I'm not sure. Um, so I don't really know anything about him other than he is still well loved. Might have been a little bit of a bastard, but possibly in the way that farmers are. Right. He's an just character. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, she got wistful and she started talking and the way she was being wistful gave good sweet sweet leonard my favorite person in the world the impression that she wanted to get married again oh my god and he he kind of went okay i can do this 
And then he went around asking her family if it they would be okay with it, because he didn't want to intrude upon that. He's just... Oh, he just exudes gentle old man politeness. I can't even cope with him. That's honestly kind of how I am. I often say I feel like I'm a 65-year-old man. In a... Like I was born... I was born a polite 65-year-old man. You've got Benjamin Button disease. (laughs) Um, And at first David is a little wary and he's always been the most wary... Because, you know, I'll give full credit to David on this one. When your very old mother sort of has a partner, a new partner, it's a little weird. Yeah. It's a little, a little hard. Yes, um, But he's always been fairly... The amount of him struggling with it has just been the occasional side comment where he's been like, Leonard sure is in our house a lot recently. <laughs> um, David takes a while to come around and then... He's really enthusiastic about it. And then there's a bit of a mix-up. Uh, Lennon's sleep old man having an old man nap on the sofa, which is super cute. And David comes in and Jill's sort of saying, oh, Leonard took me on this lovely drive. It was wonderful. And David says, oh, and you said yes? Oh, I'm so happy for you. And she went, to, you're happy about what? What now? David! <laughs> and David went, um, I'm, uh, oh, nothing. And she went, no, all of you kids are being weird. What are you being weird about? <laughs> and he tells her, and she just kind of goes, I wonder why, I wonder why he thought that would be a good idea. I'm old. And I love, I love my husband, who's who's departed. I don't want to get remarried. And David just kind of goes, "Birth," <laughs> <laughs> but we're very for it. So the whole thing comes up, and he he has a speech that he tells Pip, and it makes Pip cry. And I heard the two minutes, the sort of two little minute bits of it. I heard. I went, "Damn, Leonard, damn." It's actually You're Leonard a poet. Cohen. Yeah, honestly. It's been Leonard Cohen this whole time. It was it was just what he was saying, I just, I want to take care of you. And I was like, damn, Leonard. Damn. I also want an old man to take care of me. <laughs> but, not in, but not in the way that Banksy is taking care of that, uh, that young girl. Oh, shut up, shut up! <laughs> Stricken from the record. For the sake of our friendship, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Stricken from the friendship record. So he go he starts to propose and she says, "I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to have to interrupt you here. I'm going to let you finish, but." <laughs> Excuse me. Uh I know what this is, and I'm going to have to say it's a no from me, Leonard. <laughs> No, she very gently says no, and that she still feels like Phil is her husband, and she still loves Phil in that way. And Leonard says, oh, well, that's how I still feel about Sylvia, who is his uh, uh, passed away wife. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And she goes, so why are you proposing to me then? And he says, well, I thought it would make you happy. <laughs> oh, these dumb idiots. I love them. I know. <laughs> and And then she just kind of says, what would just make me happy is to spend more time with you, Leonard. Aww. And that's just how it ended. With them just... Did, did I tell you the other sweet thing he did? Which was, she was going to enter a really unusual dish into the um, flower and produce show. And then she got picked as a judge, so she couldn't do it. So he nicked the recipe and made it himself to enter. So he that could impress her. is the most wholesome thing. I love this fake horse painter. His painting may not be real, but his love is. <laughs> and yeah, so this is the only thing that's um, helping me get through uh, R- Lillian Russ. Everything else on earth. <laughs> this old man's love is the the balloon, like, from up, taking us away from everything that is terrible. I still, I still, I still think Lily and Russ will break up soon. I, I still think that. I, I still think that. I have to think that. I have, have to, to believe that. Okay. Well, this this episode more than the others, I think, has had stuff in it that has so hot off the press that we're going to need to hear about it next time. Yeah. So, <laughs> note down that we're going to need updates on all of these things. I'm going to want to know about Bella and if she just vanishes from the face of the earth again because she loses her voice aerial style and vanishes because it's an audio format. It's not even about Bella. I want to know what the fuck she was talking about. Has Johnny changed? Are they, they, because I'm a bit of a, you know, weirdo, when she was saying this, my initial thought was Johnny's a vampire. <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't know why. I know that I went, Johnny Johnny is a vampire or a werewolf. He has changed recently, suddenly. Oh, so he only recently became a vampire. Well, yeah, well, she said you've changed and I thought the only thing that makes people change in fiction is becoming a vampire and or werewolf. <laughs> it's the only way. It's the only way you can grow as a character. Johnny would make Sorry. Sorry, Johnny. Writers. Johnny is more. Johnny is more of a werewolf. Okay, that's it. That's the end. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, once again, please. Um, we don't normally say this because we just rattle on, but please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts <laughs> yeah. and like tell people um, about this show. I assume because... we didn't do that because we both uh, didn't want people to rate us and didn't want people to listen. So. <laughs> Oh, you! Oh, I actually want people to tell other people about this show. Oh dear! I want to get to a point oh, with this where someone in on the street goes, "Don't you do that weird esoteric archers podcast?" And I can go, "No," and then run away. <laughs> yeah. So oh, please man. help me get to that point. That's my ultimate existence, right? Please, deni- please help us my reach. Own existence. Yeah, please help us reach existence denying fame. Uh, by telling a friend about this show or an enemy. I mean, judging by some of the content we've talked about in this episode, maybe you should tell your mortal enemy to watch, to listen to this. 
uh, and trick them into a cursed existence as they I share in our Banksy conspiracy theories. I deliberately avoided talking about it for so long. <laughs> it uh. came back to, to haunt us. Like the ghost of Grey Gables. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been... I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry. I have been Alex Horn, and I am sorry. And I've been Ray, and I'm more sorry. And uh, don't forget to shut the gate, or those cows will get out, and they'll move to Manchester to focus on their art. <laughs>